Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. What's up, Internet? It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and that means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up show. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man, as always, and this is episode 102, headed into Thanksgiving. This Thursday, Thanksgiving here in the United States. If you celebrate, have a wonderful one. Thank you so much. Very thankful for my co-hosts here, my co-hosts on all the other shows, and everybody behind the scenes at Ready Check Radio. Thank you so much. Very thankful for all of you, but most importantly, thankful for all of you watching on YouTube, readycheckradio.com, listening on iTunes, Audible, Spotify. Thank you so much. If you like what we do here, give it a thumbs up, a like, a subscribe, turn on those notifications, throw comments in there, all the stuff to feed the algorithms, but most importantly, tell a friend and bring them by. Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, although not next Saturday. Have a happy Thanksgiving. No shows on Thursday or Saturday this coming week. Enjoy the festivities if you celebrate with your family, and if not, find something you like doing and do it and be thankful for it. Joining me, somebody I'm very thankful for most of the time, Mr. Troy Blackburn, the new fridge himself. What's up, sir? I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> Apparently, it's going to be Christmas in November because after this is over with, we're going to buy a Christmas tree, so I'm sure that's going up tomorrow. Are you kidding me? Nope. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. It, your wife's one of those. Like, are the Christmas decorations themselves already up? Well, we have, uh, we also have, because Thanksgiving is this Thursday, on Saturday we have a Christmas party with part of her family. So it's just go ahead and going up and getting ready for the Christmas party. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Also on the line, I don't know if many of you remember this guy, so I just thought it was nice to bring him back. You know, touch base every once in a while. It's always mm -hmm. nice to see him. Mr. Jason Witt. Oh, I mean, Mr. Dom Greco. Wow. 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 The shade. You know, Jason uh, Winter's been on the show more recently than you have, actually. That is that is true. I'm sad that I missed episode 100. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. 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 You were you were a little busy. It looks like you're still mm -hmm. there. Question mark. You were you oh. like did a bunch of traveling like you went away for TwitchCon. Then you did some other stuff like catch us up. What have you yeah. been doing? And. I assume some of that was with uh, Goose Goose Doc, right? Um, so I I went to uh, California uh, to hang out with one of my friends, and then we road tripped to Vegas um, for TwitchCon. Uh, it we didn't I didn't go on an official capacity for work, but uh, we did meet up with some fans and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, it was like two months before TwitchCon. I was looking around concerts. Me and my friend were talking. We we're like, uh, "What concert would you be interested in going to if we were going to go to a concert soon?" And it was like, "Oh, you know, Blink One Eighty Two is around." I was like, "Okay." So I was like looking up, and I'm like, "Oh, Blink One Eighty. They're going to be in Vegas the same weekend we're in." Yeah, that's like the, the for Twitch like the last tour too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and uh, well, no, the uh, Sum Forty One. Oh yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Their yeah. last tour, but um. So I forgot that I'm other looking, '90s band that you always yeah, couldn't remember them. who yeah. was who. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I, I'm looking at this show and I'm like, wait, this is a festival, and it's like the When We Were Young festival is like this huge two day festival or whatever. So I snagged tickets for the Sunday show, and I was like, all right, and went down there, uh, did that. You went to the back. When You Were Young festival, and you took yep. your walker and. All the other, <laughs> all the sure other did. people there were taking their walkers. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I will say that uh, Vegas itself, being in Vegas and walking around, we we got there Thursday. We walked around all day Thursday, walked around all day Friday, walked around all day Saturday. Um, I think I averaged about fifteen thousand steps per day. Right, but most um, of that was on the Walmart scooters. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's on my own two feet. Um, and then being on my feet all day for the the concert itself. We went to the concert. We got up at like eight in the morning, went there for nine, 
the concert opened at like 11, uh, got in or whatever. We left right after Blink set was over and Green Day was still on after that. But I was we were staying at the hotel that the festival was happening at. So I was like, we could just listen to Green Day <laughs> from our room. Listen to it from you know? the room. <laughs> exactly. Um, but like we're walking out and like we can barely move. Like our feet are just we're dragging so hard from all the, the walking all day. Uh, you know, the, the last like four or five days. It was it was brutal. Um, I, I bought tickets for next year as well. So it's like when you I go to Disney, right? Like you, you end up going to yeah. Disney and then like by six o'clock, you're like, I don't, I don't want to be alive. Like well, last year was, was just shoot me, please. Last year was brutal. Cause I went to TwitchCon last year. I was working in official capacity. We were on our feet the whole time, walking around, meeting people, talking to people. Right. And then, and then the day after TwitchCon, after we've packed up and everything, we had the bright idea to go to Disney. And then I walked around all day there and it's oh. just like, I, I don't, I don't plan things very well. Yeah, at all. That was a bad choice. Sir. Mil- <laughs> Milk was a terrible choice. <laughs> yeah. uh. <laughs> hey, so a lot so. of news and Troy and I, we've gotten to talk about it, whether it's here on gaming gumbo or on the always online podcast on MMO bomb, by the way, the latest episode of that is up. You definitely need to watch it. There is a lot of stuff we need you to chime in on. Hit that up on YouTube. MMOBomb.com is the channel you're looking for. Uh, and watch the latest Always Online podcast. Tons of stuff there. But there was lots of like big news in the couple of weeks you weren't here, Dom. And because normally, like even if you're not here, we can at least chat behind the scenes. And I could say, oh, yeah, I was talking to Dom and he did this. But you've been re- legitimately like really busy. You've been like almost yeah. incommunicado. Um yeah. And, and so I do want your take on one or two things here. Like, we had the Microsoft purchase of Activision Blizzard go through. Obviously, there's still some stuff that the FTC is going to do and have some hearings there with the intent of maybe having them divest. It's not going to happen, but they're still going to move forward with that. We have Bungie, like, imploding over the course of a week and a half. Uh, and Destiny 2 and layoffs and Final Shape being delayed but not officially yet. And uh, we've had layoffs at multiple other places. We had Pantheon try to zip up a 247 mode, extraction mode, face insane backlash over it, rightfully so, and then tear it down, effective today. Like, there's been a lot going on in gaming in general. Was there a story or two that while you were out and about that you were talking to people and that's what you were talking about or when you saw it you were like ah damn i kind of wish i was doing the show this week i got a lot to say on this one so uh i actually i stayed with our mutual friend uh mr uh mr mike chef oh my man i, miss I stayed chef. with him for for like a week I, I was at his house um so yeah we were talking a little bit about like you know the the acquisition and stuff like that yeah so yeah that was that's probably the the one that was the most interesting to me and the one that I kept up with the most. Um, so uh, I I'm I'm optimistic, but cautious. I was going to say you sound cautiously optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't know Troy so, how many people you've ever seen go. I'm optimistic. <laughs> I am. Not cautiously optimistic. I'm begrudgingly <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> no, it's like Blizzard has not been in great shape, no. right? For for quite a, a a bit right now, so they need something to shake it up, to, you know, change it up a little bit. And Microsoft, I think, is is probably capable of doing that. Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I I don't think it can get worse. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. This industry has a lovely way of saying hold my beer sometimes. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Troy, uh, Dom, and I, we've been covering this stuff for over a decade now. We all know that it's just like when you hear the worst story in gaming possible, you're like, well, I mean, it can't get any worse than, wait, Bungie did what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, gents. Well, welcome back, Dom. I'm thankful you, you got back safely. Uh, so I figured today, in honor of Jason Winter, right, one of his favorite things to do. Well, we always did it on the show, but Jason always kept the records. He always kept the receipts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to keep the receipts this time. Jeff Keeley's The Game Awards nominees have come out. Now, we are not going to go through mm-hmm. every one of these things. Nor, we don't on any show, but I have picked nine. And then okay. if there's a category that one that one of you or both of you want to add on there, that's fine. 
Uh, but if, Troy, you find a category you'd like to take a stab at and add it to the sheet and make everybody else look stupid, Dom, I ask you to do one too, so that at least we end with an odd number of categories to kind of stave off a potential tie as much as possible as we possibly can. Um, so I've got the sheet up. I've picked nine categories. We're going to lock in some predictions like we always do. Chat, feel free to chime in with yours too. Troy, I'm going to go to you first. We'll save game of the year till, till last. We'll save mm -hmm. that till last. We'll start with the most anticipated game. So we have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the second in the Final Fantasy VII Remake series from Square Enix. We have Hades II from Supergiant Games. I mean, Hades is so phenomenally good. Uh, we have Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. We have Star Wars Outlaws, which is rumored to be one of the major titles that got delayed on the Ubisoft calendar, even though they didn't release some of the titles. And we have Tekken 8, from Bandai Namco for you fighting fans. Troy, we'll go to you first. Most anticipated game. Why? I think Hades 2 is definitely in the running for this. Uh, as, a, as a smaller game studio that produces a hell of a game. Uh, the, the original seen a lot of, you know, a lot of good word of mouth, a lot of good buzz when it came out. But at the end of the day, I think this goes to Star Wars Outlaws. I think it goes to the biggest IP. I think it goes to, to a studio who needs something positive to happen <laughs> needs for sure he's like he's not even like it needs a win he's like it needs mm. to have a release needs <laughs> 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 to have a game come out that would be fantastic for ubisoft but uh yeah at the end of the day i think the i think the big ip wins out here i think it goes to star wars outlaws and I think Hades 2, you know, I wouldn't be shocked to see something like Hades 2 take it, but uh, I would be surprised if it's anything except Star Wars Outlaws. What do you think, Dom? So uh, I need to I need to ask to frame this question. Is this my most anticipated or do you think well, you this can is tell what us I think what, everyone You can does. tell us what your most anticipated is and, and what you think you would like to have win, but you got to actually make a prediction at the end of okay. it. Okay. So, the answer for me for both of them is Final Fantasy VII. Um, but I just had to frame that just just to to make sure for future questions. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can't. There's too much that happened in the Final Fantasy VII remake that just shattered my world. <laughs> I was not ready for it. I was not ready for it. I expected it to just be, you know, a graphics overhaul. And... Ta know. Tazeb, if you say things like that in chat, I'm going to time you out. Uh, and, uh, uh, <laughs> skull and Bones? Oh, no. Tazeb oh, said no. Skull and Bones is my most anticipated. No. <laughs> but but when, when you get into Final Fantasy VII Remake and you find out that it's not a remake in the traditional sense of what right. we're expecting a remake to be, that it's actually a sequel. And it blew my mind. And I was just like, okay. I, I cannot wait for the next one so chat uh most of chat putting up hades too so i'm gonna record chats as well like if there's a seems to be an overwhelming agreeance in chat i'll throw that in there so hades too uh is chat's pick for this uh it is really hard for me to go against final fantasy 7 it's actually not my most anticipated out of this category this really yeah out of these five uh, I, am, I was about to cough fanboy you, yeah, and then you said it's not your actual most anticipated. It, it, it isn't. Uh, I'm certainly eager for it, right? And I'm a Final Fantasy fanboy through and through. No, no punches pulled on that front. But Hades was so good. Was so good. It's hard to bet against Final Fantasy VII, though. It's really mm -hmm. hard to bet against it. That is a big audience. But Hades hit a massively huge audience in the way Square Enix hasn't for almost every single one of their titles in the last five years or so. I think Hades has more global appeal to a broader audience. Now, it's not... You don't win these categories expressly by popular vote. Fans have a portion of the say, but there are behind-the-scenes Game Awards people that actually uh, have votes that are, are weighted, too. 
I'm going to go with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, but I want Hades 2 to take it. Mm, I want Hades 2 to take it. So I've actually just started playing Hades today for the first time. Um, so there's that. But I, I, I love it. Um, I've always loved that genre. The, the like, uh, you know, like a little bit of like what Cold of the Lamb and, and Enter the Gungeon. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, before yeah. it. So it's like Hades is it, like it screams all of that for me. So. Yeah, and this is Taza, you're you're not right. You're not wrong. Like this is probably just me, but I think it's most anticipated as a bit of a silly category. It, it kind of mm-hmm. is, yeah. Uh and and the thing that makes me think there's a possibility that Hades 2 can take this is because it's a silly category. Mm-hmm. Like it's totally subjective. One So you're saying Tekken is out of the question? I think Tekken's out of the question. Okay. But I, you know, it's it's a question of do I think the game awards want to go with what they think will be the popular choice in Final Fantasy VII, or do they want to push the indie stuff a little more, which is what the mm-hmm. game awards tends to do. So this is kind of like an advertising category to me sure. almost. Um so I think Final Fantasy VII will take it. I personally want Hades to take it. Uh and the reason is <laughs> FFTCG fanatic is hurt. I'm so sorry. I'll tell you the reason right now, though. The the reason I feel that way is like I feel like I know what I'm going to get with FF7. Yeah, I don't know the story beats and some of the changes, but I know what kind of game I'm going to get through and through. Where Hades, am I going to get something very similar to the first one? And am I going to am I going to get something that blows my mind away versus the first one? Yeah, Tekken is great, but there's no there's no chance Tekken wins. There's no chance a fighting game wins the best or uh, most anticipated. It's just not going to happen. It just won't happen. Next up, Dom, we'll go to you first. Best multiplayer category. This one's goofy to me a little bit. The question is, for outstanding online multiplayer game cl- gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experience, irrespective of game genre or platform, here's your nominees. Baldur's Gate 3 from Larian Studios. Diablo 4 from Blizzard Entertainment. Party Animals from Recreate Games. Raise your hand if you've heard of Party Animals. Prior to the show. I, I thought I thought it was going to be a two out of three. I mean, I have, but I kind of don't count myself because I cover it for work. Uh, <laughs> Street Fighter 6 and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. This is really weird for me looking at this category because none yeah. of these are like... When when they I don't say scream multiplayer, yeah. When yeah. I say tell yeah. tell me the name of a multiplayer game that came out this year, I don't know if anybody gives me any of these titles. Probably not. But, I give you Diablo just because I played with some of my friends with it. But other than that, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a little weird. And I don't know that Diablo would necessarily come to the top of my head when you said multiplayer mm-hmm. game. Surprise! No Omega Strikers. I mean, it's going into maintenance mode. Yeah, I mean, Omega Strikers is fun. And we've had Troy and I've had a lot of fun working with that team too, um, but yeah, I mean it's going into maintenance mode, so that's a little unfortunate. So uh, Dom, we'll let you go first. Um, I out of these games, let yeah, me, you got you got to pick me, one of these. <laughs> let me eliminate. I'm gonna eliminate Street Fighter. I'm gonna eliminate Mario. Um, Mario, to me, like it's still to my knowledge. I so. The game is great, by the way. I absolutely love it. I have it. It's sealed. Um, but I have it. Um, surprise. I'm shocked um, that it's fucking sealed. I, I I haven't even looked, but I believe this is not a multiplayer online. This is couch co-op. Or is it online? No, it's online. It is online? Yeah, it's oh, online. Okay. There's there's little nodes in the worlds that you can go and grab people. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um to its I credit, mean, it's the these... best. It's the best way Super Mario's by itself in a vacuum has done multiplayer ever in my book. That's great to hear because uh, I know the the one for what was it? Um, uh, Mario Maker Two was awful. Yeah. It was the laggiest garbage I've ever experienced in my entire life. Um, as, as Troy said, Diablo is not really something that I, I screams multiplayer to me. Uh, I know Baldur's Gate 3 has like this co-op campaign thing, but yep. Party Animals is what I think of when I think of multiplayer. So I'm going to go with Party Animals. I think that's a ballsy pick. What do you got, Troy? Chat, get yours in there, by the way. Well, not to spoiler alert everything else from now on, but I think this is the year Baldur's Gate sweeps everything it goes into. 
I think uh, it's in categories to win them. I think Baldur's Gate 3 is the pick here um, just because of the, the size and the and the reach of the game and how positive it was reviewed and how big of a deal it was. Uh, you know, it was just a, it was just a huge phenomenon in gaming this year. So any category it's in, I'm, I, I have a hard time picking against Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. I kind of agree with you, right? Like there's categories that I would not, this is not a category I would have put Baldur's Gate three in. Not, no, not absolutely to say not. that, but, not to but say that it doesn't sense. have multiplayer or that it's multiplayer is bad or anything. I'm not casting, right you know, disparaging remarks against it. But when I opened up this category for the first time doing the show notes the day they were announced, I was like, uh, they probably just haven't finished the site yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's, there's no, w w wait. Like, I feel like it's getting tucked in categories just so, hey, you know what? If you don't win game of the year, you're still going to walk away with six awards or something, <laughs> you know, something like that. Uh, chat is saying Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Baldur's Gate three two. Even though, if I gotta if I gotta pick one of these three, or one of these five, God, I don't want to pick any of you. Um, <laughs> party animals, simply because you are actually multiplayer in my brain. Yeah, I exactly. like. <laughs> that's that's where I'm sitting. Like. Like Street Fighter, I can't argue that is definitely multiplayer. But when I think multiplayer, I'm not yeah. thinking going against someone. I'm thinking of playing with them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're always thinking of playing with people. So yeah. Uh, let's go to best RPG. I'll start first. Baldur's Gate three. Oh, I should probably give you the. <laughs> I should probably give you the. the no, nominees, we don't need anymore. The nominees. We don't need anymore. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is in this category, along with Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Mm -hmm. Starfield and Final Fantasy 16, I wish you the best. I, if you sneak one out here, uh, because Baldur's Gate walks away with 14 other ones, more power to you. 16 is not my favorite Final Fantasy. I enjoyed it, but it's not, it's not one I'm going to replay five years from now, I don't think. Uh, Starfield, I had my fun in. Lies of P is an incredible game. Troy, that's one you were watching forever. Mm. Uh, and Sea of Stars, I love the art style, but I just don't see a world that Baldur's Gate 3 doesn't walk away with this category with no challenge whatsoever. Troy, what about you? Lies of P was an incredible game. Uh, Starfield, I'm sure, would be a lot of people's pick for this. I understand that it was... You know, it was quite popular, but RPG, best RPG. Uh, if this isn't Baldur's Gate 3, uh, you can just quit paying me for the rest of the year over at MMO I may just retire from gaming at this point uh, if it's not Baldur's All Gate right. 3. I'm going to need everybody in chat Let's to it. log in and vote for Final Fantasy 16 right now. <laughs> Somebody clip that. Clip that. Uh, chat has also said Baldur's Gate 3 on this yeah. one. What do you got, Dom? You going with oh, the majority pick here? Hands down, Baldur's Gate 3. Like, I, I just bought Final Fantasy. I just bought it. I haven't played it. You know, I have a list of things I have to play. I'm still... Uh, spoilers, I still haven't played uh, Mario uh, Rabbids. I wanted to um, tell you, by the way, I saw before the show... Uh, I was sale. I was hoping you were gonna yeah no both of them are on sale you can get mm -hmm. both the original and the new one for less for than cheaper. fifteen dollars yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you're still sitting on that sealed son of a bitch still sitting on it yep um I'm not even upset like I like I love the franchise that much that I'm like take my money um so I'm not even upset I want them to make more of those games so uh. It's whatever. Uh, Lies of P is another one that I really want to play. I, yeah, I watched. It's I, worth I watched it. somebody play through like the first half of the game, and then I got like halfway through, and I go, "But I want to play. I, I need to stop watching, like, because I want to. I want to go through it myself." And uh, so yeah, so uh, those three for me: Sea of Stars, Starfield, not so much. Um, I, I feel like I'm going to be in the same boat as you for Final Fantasy. Like, I could already go into it seeing it's drastically different. It looks like Devil May Cry. Um, it's. Yeah, I mean, I, sure I, I, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. It's just like I still play Final Fantasy VI, IV, II, uh, sometimes seven, eight. Uh, to, this, those... to this day, I still. Oh, it's time to do a playthrough. 
I just don't see me doing that with Final Fantasy 16. I'm one of those weird people, and everybody's going to roast me right now in chat, that actually didn't hate Final Fantasy 13 the whole trilogy. Yeah, you've said um, that on this show before, and it almost yeah. cost you your job, so move, move yeah. on. No, <laughs> the story was good. The gameplay is trash. That's I stand by that. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's Baldi's Gate 3 hands down. Troy, you're up first for the next one, and that's best community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency and responsiveness, inclusion of social media activity, and game updates or patches. Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2. Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing in this category? <laughs> Final Fantasy 14 and No Man's Sky. I don't want to taint your view by, the <laughs> by anything there, but best community support, who takes it for you? Oh, man, it, it's hard to vote against Baldur's Gate 3, but just reading the category, okay? Recognizing a game for yeah. outstanding community support, transparency and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates patches. Cyberpunk 2077 has revitalized itself with its with its latest DLC updates and patches. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and, and try to... Uh, do something a little different from what I think everybody else is doing. I said I was going to choose Baldur's Gate 3 if they were in a category. I think this one, however, mm, I think two this categories one later. Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, chat's got a couple bouncing in here, so I'm going to hold on a second. Havoc says, not Payday yeah. 3. You're absolutely right there. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. Uh, okay, this would probably be the hardest category for me to decide, I think. Mm -hmm. um, with the exception of Destiny 2. Destiny 2's been in this like every year. And honestly, their community support, uh, Liana was fantastic, by the way. And the fact that she's no longer there and was part of that layoffs is a travesty. And I have a feeling that her hands were pinned in a lot of ways that the public doesn't know about. That's just a guess. I'm not talking through inside knowledge or anything. But generally speaking, I I'm not a fan of the way Destiny and Bungie runs its community uh, updates and transparency and some. No, no. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV is like perennially in this category. No Man's Sky, right along with, to your point, Troy, to Cyberpunk 2077, that's a game that if it was in any category three years ago, I would have been like, these awards are fake. They are, but uh, they <laughs> but I really would have been like, they're fake. Baldur's Gate 3, it's hard to vote against them here. I mean, we're going to talk about them briefly at the end of the show and just some quick news hits before we wrap the show up today later. Uh, they just keep doing things right. They just keep doing things right. Uh, and it's hard to go against that. I want to go with 14 because of my love for the game. I play the damn thing every day. I have for 10 years. No Man's Sky and Cyberpunk, I can certainly see it. Baldur's Gate 3, you're a powerhouse right now. I'm going to go with Final Fantasy 14 because I think mm -hmm. the audience just has a way of getting the votes in there for it. Uh, and Yoshi P, whether you like some recent changes and patch schedules and updates and stuff like that, and maybe that hurts it, right? The patch cycle in 14 is two weeks longer in uh, minimum in every patch cycle now, so maybe that works against it. I just feel like Final Fantasy 14 has a way of winning these types of awards uh, because they're not generally going to be picking up awards for other things anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with Final Fantasy 14, but I am not going to be shocked if I lose. Uh, yeah. What do you got, Dom? Uh, to also not go with the Baldur's Gate 3 trend, I think I'll go with No Man's Sky. Yeah, I think this this category is actually hard. Yeah. If, if I mean, I think we're all in agreement. Destiny 2 is just out of the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This category is actually hard if it was a real awards program yeah like i yeah. think it's just going to be bg3 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 all night um well, but if you the big chat i'm gonna guy i'm gonna put you guys in as bg3 i do see some no man's sky uh so i'm gonna put both of those in bg3 and no man's sky because you guys seem to be evenly divided on that go ahead dom well, one of the big things with Baldur gate Baldur's gate 3 is mod support right and all the mods and stuff that go into it so i like i feel like even though that's technically not like 
what the category is defined right, by. Right. That's what people are going to vote for because of the community support in that regard. So I think that's what's actually going to give it the win. But like I said, I'm I'm still I'm gonna stick with No Man's Sky. Next up, uh, Dom, you get to go first here. A category that does not include Baldur's Gate three. Uh, mm, best okay. ongoing awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Apex Legends, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Mm. You are seriously thinking. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of different factors here, right? So, Final Fantasy is is in the running for me, and uh, I, this is another category I, where to me there's only one that doesn't belong here. Yeah, I so I'm even gonna say Fortnite is really really high up in this list, even though it's not a game that I enjoy. I've, I've played it; it's not a game I enjoy. They're constantly innovating. They're constantly listening to the fans, they're constantly going back, changing things, adding things, going back to the past. Uh, I, I think Fortnite went old school with the season one map at exactly mm -hmm. the right time to go into yeah. the game awards. Yeah, I think so. So I'm going to lean into Fortnite on this one as Ooh. much as I'm not a fan. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Troy, where are you headed? You know, as much as I, I, my gut tells me that Dom may be on to something here with, with Fortnite, this being a category for Fortnite to take home an award, uh, maybe they're sponsoring something for Jeff Keighley, who knows? Um, <laughs> hey, man, uh, I didn't say they were a scam. I just said they weren't real awards. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, this is a tough one, I think, but I think... I think for the, a lot of the reasons I chose Cyberpunk uh, 2077 in the last category, I think I'm going to choose it for this one as well. I think one of these two categories, Cyberpunk, I've got a shot at scoring a point here uh, for for their updates and their DLC and, and just everything they've done to revitalize their game. So let's go Cyberpunk again. Ooh, okay. Cyberpunk, let me get you locked in here. The Troy box. Going to hit up the Cyberpunk. 2077 chat still thrown in there's a little bit of back and forth so i'll let that one stew for a little bit um this this one's weird for me so if you look at last year's the best ongoing nominations were 14 apex legends destiny 2 fortnite and genshin impact the only difference this year is cyberpunk bouncing destiny 2 from the nominees Last year, Final Fantasy XIV did take this, along with the community support. I'm going to look for them to do the same thing, but I would not be shocked, Dom, if you're right. There is a chance yeah. that Epic Games... I mean, my 16-year-old daughter was the happiest person on Earth when I got the embargoed press release ahead of time what, confirming what you know some leakers had already reported as rumor, uh, confirming that the original season stuff was coming. She was the happiest person on earth. She would never <laughs> vote in these, but knowing that Fortnite is up there, she might. Um, mm. So I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm going to look for 14 to take the ongoing and community support sweep like they did last year, and I'm going to give mine to Final Fantasy 14. Okay. All right, now it's time to log in chats here, but chat's been kind of going all over the place. Uh, 14, Fortnite, Cyberpunk, 14, or Genshin, Cyberpunk, Fortnite. Uh, chat, I'm going to put you as undecided. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to recognize that you had 14, 2077, and Fortnite as the discussion. You uh, asked me this, this category like a couple years ago. I would even consider Genshin, but... Not anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I consider Genshin this year. I I may have actually voted for Genshin last year because of yep. how how big things were for it at that point. Yeah. Uh, best score and music. One of my favorite categories. I'm such mm -hmm. a fiend when it comes to to music. I play piano and I just love, you know, playing some of these pieces too. Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Final Fantasy sixteen, Hi Fi Rush. 
and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. What a fucking category, man. Every single one of these games has amazing music. There is not a filler game to finish off the category here. All five of these deserve to be here. Oh, I got to go first. Um, okay. I love all five of these. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take The Legend of Zelda off the board uh, mm, simply okay. because while it is beautiful and gorgeous, it is very similar to Breath of the Wild uh, sure. from a score perspective. And game design-wise, that makes perfect sense. But I think from a creative standpoint, uh, you know, we got to move the bar, right? Move the bar. Do mm -hmm. something. Score music. Who took it last year? Uh, God of War Ragnarok took it last year. And none of the games or series that were nominated last year are in it this year. Hi-Fi Rush, that game depends on its music. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a fantastic game. 16 is amazing, right? Masayoshi Soken is just an amazing composer all over the board. Baldur's Gate 3 has some highs and lows emotionally in its music that is fantastic. I'm going to bounce Alan Wake. I love your music uh, in the game, but it, it tends to stick to one uh, emotion. And there's a reason yeah. for that. But, it, sure. you know, it's playing on fear and, and stress. Uh, I'm going to go... It's hard to vote against Masayoshi Soken. It just really is. I'm going to go 16, but I wouldn't be surprised if BG3 took this. Uh, we'll go to you, Dom. Oh, this one is rough for me. I, I've eliminated pretty much all the same ones as you have Zelda because it's too close. Alan Wake is because, like you said, it's, it's it's sticking to one kind of mood. Um, I'm a little concerned that the categories aren't like solely thought about. Um, uh, in terms of like what they're actually in for and there's a lot of people's experience so like if you don't like the new final fantasy game that impacts the way the music makes you feel or how you feel True. in that situation right so i know this final fantasy game has not been recepted well so i'm concerned that that is a factor and um if if it's strictly the music without like people that have like listened to the soundtrack without playing the game, there's hope. There's hope, you know. But I unfortunately feel like it's it's symbiotic, and that's not going to be the case here. Um, I am completely going in blind though, because keep in mind I haven't played any of these games. I haven't even watched any of these games, so right. I can't speak on what they actually sound like. Um, but I, I personally, I'm going to go with Hi-Fi Rush because the audio is so dependent on the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a basically a rhythm-based shooter uh, yep. or a rhythm-based brawler, beat-em-up type game. Somebody mentioned Redfall earlier. Did I see that? Redfall, anyone? They just announced another big patch. Yeah, it's big patch. Fix some bugs, addressed a little bit of AI stuff, and added a, a high-end sniper rifle. <laughs> I gave him a dub bomb on the show last uh, yesterday just because I was like that plucky group of Redfall developers. They <laughs> they just keep going. <laughs> they just keep going. Uh, all right. I got you down for Hi-Fi Rush. So, Troy, it's up to you. You know, I think uh, if I was to say who I think deserves to win this, um, I would I would go with Hi-Fi Rush. I think the music in that game is fantastic. I think it's, a, like you said, it's a musically centered game. Um, I think they have a great soundtrack and a great score in that game. I've I haven't played it, but I've watched other people play it, so I've heard the music and, and the gameplay with that, and it looks incredible and sounds incredible. But uh, here again, I think this is another category where Baldur's Gate three starts taking awards and just keeps on taking awards and closes the night out with more awards than they can take back to the house. So I'm going to go with Baldur's Gate 3. I'm going to put Zelda down for chat. Although, well, I see, I see Zelda. I see Baldur's Gate 3, but Heart 16. Uh, um, all right. So I'm going to put chat down for BG3 and Zelda. All right. Three left. Three left. Okay. Troy, we're up. Oh, yep. Master Geek chimed in. That gets BG3 off the board. It's just Zelda for chat now. Just Zelda. Whose turn is it, Troy's? Yeah, one, two, three. Oh, no, it's Dom's. Dom's turn uh, to go first. The next category, three left. 
Oh, no, it is Troy's. Yeah, it's Troy's. Sorry. Best Art Direction, Troy. Your nominees, Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This is Art Direction for Outstanding Creative and Art Technical Achievement in Artistic Design and Animation. Hmm. Uh, let's see. We've got Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, uh, considered a gorgeous game on the Switch. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I mean, it looks good, but it's just a Mario. It's a Mario game. Uh, Lies of P looks but good. But he's an elephant. But he's an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> that art direction. He's an elephant. And some pipes move. No? Lies of, of P is an incredible game. Um, I don't remember anything like set-wise or animation-wise where I was just like, oh, my God, this is next level. Uh, I'm going to go with Hi-Fi Rush on this one. I think the animation in that is incredible. Uh, I've, I, I love the visuals in that game. I love the art style. I love everything kind of going on in Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, like I said, I've watched a, a ton of it being played, haven't played it myself, but... Even on Twitch and YouTube, the game looks incredible. Uh, and I think they've done a fantastic job with it. So I'm going to go high fi Rush. high fi Rush for Troy. What do you got, Dom? Um, okay, let's see. Uh, I'm eliminating Zelda for the same reason we eliminate it for the music category. Very stylistically the same as Breath of the Wild. It's like, doesn't really. Yeah, but now they have fans. Sure. Sure. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder looks the same as New Super Mario Brothers on the Wii U, but, so, but uh, with elephants. But with elephants and bubbles. But with elephants, bubbles. Yep. Um, Lies of P is a gorgeous game. Yeah, it but is. But I, I don't, I don't see anything innovative, like innovative, innovative. Inno uh, I, think, I think you mean innovative. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> um, I, like, it just it looks. Too much like everything else. Uh, it, it's uh, like I said, it's beautiful, but I don't see anything standoutish from it. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, I do love the the art. I, I'm gonna go with Alan Wake. Just yeah, I could just see because it. I want the the gritty, the griminess. I could definitely see Alan Wake too taking this one, but here's my feeling. I feel like the Game Awards really wants to give Lies of Peace something. Sure. I, I see it in categories where I'm kind of like, you don't have a prayer of winning that category. <laughs> I think yeah. given the other four competitors, I would not be surprised if Hi-Fi took it. I would not be surprised if Alan Wake took I'd be stunned if Mario took it. Um, <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush, Alan Wake, even Legend of Zelda, I would not be surprised if any of those three took it. But none of them is like so leaps and bounds ahead of it, uh, its competition in its own genre that I, I don't think none of them move the needle. Arguably, Hi-Fi Rush is very, very creative. I would not be stunned if that took it. But I think this is the category that they're going to find a way to give Lies of P a, 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 an award. Um, where some of the other categories that it's in, I don't think it has a, has a prayer. Uh, chat looks like they're going Lies of P too. And that brings us down to two. Dom, you're up first. We're going to okay. go with best narrative. Oh, look. Uh, can I'm I just say Baldur's Gate? You want Baldur's Gate 3? Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Baldur's Gate 3. Let's get you a little Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3. Let's head on over to Troy. Do you even want to know who's in here? It's Alan sure, Wake we, 2, Baldur's Gate 3, it. Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, so specifically the expansion. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 and Marvel's Spider-Man Spider 2. Again, this is narrative, uh, outstanding storytelling, and narrative development in a game. Glad to see uh, Spider-Man 2 in there, uh, at least nominated. Uh, but this is this is Baldur Gate's award to take for sure. Chat already, like, there's no chance of coming back, I don't think. That's Baldur's Gate. I'm going to just give yeah. it a Baldur's Gate, and we're going to move on to the final category, that's game of the year. Mm. Obviously, we've got Baldur's Gate in here, uh, but we also have Alan Wake 2, 
Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Super Mario <laughs> Brothers Wonder. Get out of here. <laughs> and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And I'm a Resident Evil fanboy. Like, there is nobody. I I may go watch the Mila Jovovich movies after this, just to spite you all. Because they're great. I don't care what you fucking say. No, uh, they're good. The, the Mila Jovovich movies are good. But Resident Evil 4, just like... It's no, you don't belong in game of the year. Um, you did when you came out and you got all your awards. Then it is really hard for me to give any remake game of the year. It's mm -hmm. really hard yeah. for me to want to do that. I understand why it happens, but it's really hard for me to want to do that. I'll, I'll do that when Silent Hill 2 comes out. There you go. Uh, I, I, maybe Alan Wake pulls an upset. Maybe, mm -hmm. but it's mm -hmm. Baldur's Gate 3. Mm -hmm. Like, and can we just talk about how fucking good the game is? Like, I'm not picking Baldur's Gate 3 here just because the rest of the world seems to like it. Baldur's Gate 3 is a balls crazy good game. Like, it is amazing to see a company do what they did. You know, make a game and sell it. I know, that's weird for 2023. I've probably <laughs> no, no, caught you all, no, all off guard where they made what is primarily a single-player game and then sold it and then said, that's cool, we'll make some money. But it is so good. So good. It's going to deserve every award it gets. There isn't a category that it's in where I'm like, you don't belong here. Like, it, it is legitimately going to sweep so many Dom, are you going BG3 here too? Yeah, yeah. Troy? Oh, yeah. License to print money. Uh, any any DLCs or expansions that they produce in the future, people are just going to gobble up because the game is so good. Um, so that that's how you monetize ongoing hours of play like that, not live service games, WB. Uh, so yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 takes this one for sure. Yeah, chat walking away with this. Omikin saying, if Baldur's Gate 3 doesn't win, I will eat candy. <laughs> I've already made my picks to try to be different. That's actually, no if you know Omi, in this category. that's a big that's deal. That's a big deal for that's Omi. That's a really big that deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, let's hit a few miscellaneous news beats, uh, news hits before we get out of here and call it a day. Uh, were, were we picking other categories? I oh, you said was, we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if there was one, one or two categories you wanted that you wanted me to add here, absolutely. Is there something I, you want to hit? I was going to throw in uh, innovation for accessibility. Okay. Curveball. Curveball one. Um, our our nominees for this are, are Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. Hi-Fi Rush. Good night. I'm done. Yeah? Oh, yeah. 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 Some of the options that they've put in there that kind of, because it's an audio-based game. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's it's punch and kick and shoot and stuff to the music. Uh, yep. So some of the tools that they've built in to open that audience to people that may not be able to hear, may not be able to see color patterns or color blindness issues like it is amazing. Some of the stuff that they've done. I, I got to give it to Hi-Fi Rush. So the one I'm I'm I guess the two, I guess I, I'm between Street Fighter six and Mortal Kombat. Uh, one, uh, they did a lot of stuff for gamers. Uh, really, Mortal Kombat one. Yeah. Well, you they 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 did a lot. So of stuff you count with, buying with... things from the cash shop as adding no, accessibility no. to no, a title. No, accessibility no, no, and innovation, no. baby. <laughs> That's the innovation they charged you for yes. it. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm strictly with accessibility here. Is, is they know. did a lot of stuff with with uh, button commands and stuff that uh, it was kind of revolutionary for fighting games. Uh, where you can do special moves and stuff with one button to to help a lot of people with disabilities and and uh, they they added like distance range for opponents things like that so I, both of them are really close I you know me Mike you know I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan yeah I'm actually leaning towards Street Fighter here so all right we'll put you down for some Street Fighter what you got Troy. Uh, I don't see any way that Half Hour Rush doesn't take this one. I think this is their award category to take right here. Uh, chat looking like they're giving it to Hi Fi Rush too. Not the sequel, also. Uh, oh. Troy, that means you need to pick a category. 
Uh, let's go best esports game. I've got that one pulled oh, up. Thank God. I thought you were going to pit like best esports athlete or content creator of the year <laughs> or best no. esports coach. I don't, I haven't even, even kicked on, clicked on the content creator I, yet because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to know any of them. Can I, I just almost tell went with you coach. how much I hate any type of award for content creators? Like, oh, uh, who, who are they? Let, let's see. Do you know any of them? And I know I'm old and I am like, so far down on like the internet content. Like I, this is yeah. not me punching up in any way. Yeah. I don't know any of you. I, I literally, I don't fucking know any of you. Iron mouse people make games. Well, I think I've heard of people make games. I think, uh, quackity spreen and cypher PK. I've heard of iron mouse. I don't know why, but I've heard the name. That's that's the guy at the helmet, the DJ, right? <laughs> Dead Mouse. <laughs> I, oh, I thought it was Dead Ma Five. Yeah, yeah, that's how he's put it. <laughs> Dead Ma Five's my shit. <laughs> All right, Troy, you got best oh. esports game. The nominees are Counter Strike Two. Dota 2, League of Legends, PUBG Mobile, and Valorant. What do you want? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Counter-Strike 2. I think it's uh, it's been the, the year of Counter-Strike 2. The release was a big deal. Uh, the rest of them are all just kind of treading water, I think, at this point. So Counter-Strike 2 it is. What you got, Dom? Uh, Counter-Strike, uh, Dota 2, League of Legends, PUBG Mobile, Valorant. I'm going to go with uh, Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> it, just, it sneaks in and wins best esport. Um, I, I think league. I think league. Whoa! Wow, who won this last year? I hate league for the record. Oh, I know you do. Uh, game awards. Uh, winner at the 2022 esports awards was Valorant. Hmm. Okay. I'm kind of surprised by that, actually. Um, I'm going with League just because no, I gotta like, go Counter Strike you know? too. I know there's a lot to like not be happy with in Counter Strike too for Counter Strike fans and kind of the Overwatch right. too. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Counter Strike too because I think the audience is just too damn big to lose. Uh, yeah. Chat has no guesses on this. They don't care. Uh, they, they don't care <laughs> no. about I, I'm going with, sports game. I'm going with League just because uh, Netflix was just talking about uh, Arcane Season 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that in a second here. Uh, all right, so some quick news hits. Literally, no, chat does not care. Let me just... Chat <laughs> didn't give a shit. There we go. Okay. Got it. I got chat Perfect. in there as not caring. And, and, and there you go. There's the there's the state of esports in 2023, ladies right. and gentlemen. That's, <laughs> nailed it. I mean, when even Ubisoft is like, we're not running Trackmania uh, esports anymore uh, after the world championships, the community can run it by itself. Yeah, you know it's bad. Hey, World of Warcraft, Dragonflight, Seeds of Renewal patch, interestingly, is going to add duty support. Well, I mean, they're not calling it duty support, of course. They're calling it follower dungeons. But it's basically Final Fantasy XIV's and other MMOs duty support system where you'll be able to take NPCs in with you to run dungeons and you can kind of pre-program them a little bit to a certain extent on what you want them to do, what roles you want them to fill in. So those of you that like playing MMOs, like dungeons, uh, but hate people, there you go. Uh, and Blizzard is very good at doing this, right? Like this is what they're kind of known for. Let's put out something innovative widely uh not accessible that's not the word i want uh shit what is the word i want um i don't know i'll figure it out and then when other games put a feature that people like take it warp it make it their own put it in the game this is what they do and they're make known it for it uh so what do you think dom is this a good thing uh yeah, I guess. Approachable was the word I was looking for. Approachable, that's a good word. Yeah, because accessible um, has a different meaning. You know, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of I've fallen off Warcraft quite a bit, so um, it's not something that's really going to drive me to come back. I'm still logging in uh, like once a season or a couple times a season. I'm getting my like ahead of the curve and 
doing my uh, my mythic run, you know, to get the the rating or whatever to finish the season out. But uh, I really haven't been playing. I have no idea what the story is. I don't know what's going on. I didn't even watch the the BlizzCon announcement. I'm not I'm not even gonna lie. Um, uh, Troy- I know I know the like little details of like the the trilogy of it but i don't know what's going on with it if you want troy's opinion on this go watch the always online podcast from yesterday on mmobomb.com now i do want to say a little bit of credit where due to Baldur's gate 3 i kept saying earlier they just keep doing things right like even when they've had mess ups and patches that they get they they have done it right like get it in there as fast as possible get it done right and communicate to the public the entire time this is probably my favorite thing that they have done right. Baldur's Gate 3 is going to release a physical deluxe edition. Mm. It has a ton of discs in it, a ton of discs discs for the actual game, soundtrack. And here, this is from the director of publishing, Michael Douse, uh, in a press release. He said, we understand the value of physical media. And while there are clearly increasingly significant challenges when it comes to the archiving of games, we truly believe it's worth experimenting, even if it means a fuck ton of discs. <laughs> I'm such am a, a physical media, Andy. I am. I am. And you know what? Your internet was off for a little while yesterday. When it goes off and doesn't come back on, fuck you. I'm watching my Blu rays. <laughs> uh, I have over 2,000 Blu rays. <laughs> How many discs would it be if they they made World of Warcraft on disc right now? No downloads. Oh man! I mean, it was a lot of discs for many years. <laughs> <laughs> so thumbs up to Baldur's Gate three. Love it. By the way, they said don't like the don't like rush out and or be disappointed. They're gonna release additional waves of this. If if there's a demand for it, they'll keep producing them. So. You don't That's have to right. like rush out and don't buy it off of like eBay for three times MSRP. They're, they're going to keep. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to say scalpers beware, scalpers. You ain't, you ain't got to pay those prices. Yeah, you do not have to pay their prices. Uh, hey, what's going on with Sega, Troy? This can't be good. Yeah, they've got a they've got a complaint filed against them now uh, by the the newly assembled uh, CWA. Uh, call themselves the Allied Employees Guild Improving Sega, Agus CWA. Uh, they were negotiating uh, some part-time QA testers and, and people in those types of departments. Uh, and now Sega, instead of bringing them on full-time as part of the negotiation and trying to get full-time jobs, Sega is saying they're just going to let like 80 of them go, which is like 40% of the staff that just uh, that just joined the CWA. So uh, now they're going to the labor complaint board <laughs> with it, and Sega is being accused of unfair labor practices. Imagine that. A company has 200-plus people unionized, and magically they're going to try and make some of those jobs disappear. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, you mentioned this earlier, and I, I brought it to the show notes, Dom, because I know Torchwick, my, my son's mm-hmm. definitely going to want it. He's, he keeps telling me to watch this. I still haven't. Uh, oh my god you haven't watched arcane are you serious i haven't i haven't you do not have to be a a league of legends bro to that's that show that's what torchwood keeps telling me he's like you don't have to know anything about that game he's like you don't you just just watch it but season two coming when dom what's going on uh november 2024 so we got like a year i i got a year to watch it yeah yeah, yeah, you'll be fine you'll be fine uh but yeah this is what three years after the first season that is a long time. Yeah. Uh, Steam Deck gets an OLED version. Actually seems to be reviewing quite well. I'm kind of surprised by that. Mm. Uh, partic- of particular note is the battery life being, well, obviously beside it being an OLED screen, uh, <laughs> the, the battery life is supposed to be like 30 to 50% better. That's that's a pretty high percentage. I was talking to Havoc behind the scenes. Both of us are you know technically savvy. We do this stuff for a living. And I said, you know, switching to OLED is going to incrementally improve your battery, but 30 to 50%, that's, you're not getting that just from the OLED. <laughs> like <laughs> for, for, for us laymans out there, Mike, what's the difference between an LCD and, a, and an OLED? So an OLED does not have, it's not backlit technology. 
So mm-hmm. you're right away, you're going to have a little bit of a battery uh, help there, and you're probably going to have a little bit of a heat help there. But apparently, again, this OLED version has a lot of improved heat functionality. So the, the primary difference is when you look at your, you know, your LED screen uh, or your LCD screen, there's pixels that are changing colors, but the way you see it is there's a backlight shining through those colors to your eye. That's what lights up the screen. In an OLED, it's actually the technology that's in each side pixel that's self-lighting. There's no backlight behind it shining through the color to your eye. Yeah, and your, your very very are short difference that are turned off. Right. So when you see black, the pixels go off. It's not nope. a black pixel. Have you ever watched your LCD where you had letterboxing of any type, whether it was on the left and right or across the top? Yeah. And you yeah. could tell that the monitor was on, mm-hmm. but that was black because it right. had a backlight shining through a black pixel. It's so not you could through black, right? Yeah. And in an OLED, those pixels actually shut off because there's no backlight. That's a very, very short difference, high level. Don't yeah. scream at me, no. OLED crazy people, <laughs> for not taking the next Dude. hour to actually go through piece by piece the differences. That's the primary big difference. Do both of you have a Steam Deck? I do. Yes. Yeah. And can you can you guys both recommend one? Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah. yeah. He See, uses his for different... We use ours for different yep, reasons. I we use are, mine as an right. actual Steam machine. Um, to play Steam games and stuff that uh, I just don't sit down in front of my computer and play while I'm on the couch or laying in the bed or something. The uh, only thing but, holding me up is, is having to hold it. Like, I'm so used to the Nintendo Switch where I could just, like, lay down and stretch out with, like, two Joy-Cons in separate yeah. hands and keep my hands out. That freedom is everything to me, and, like, that's the one thing holding me from from not getting a, a Steam Deck at this point. Yeah, I I do play my Steam library, but not as much as as Troy, Troy does. I don't use it as a desktop at all. Um, yeah, I do a, a ton of emulation on it. My brother mm-hmm. Havoc has one too. He got one for Christmas from my mom last year. Again, he's a kind of gamer. Like he's got the games that he likes. He loves watching people play games. But I'll tell you what, the Steam Deck's in his hand like sixty percent of the time now. Like, it's that good. And then Torchwick has one, too. Um, if that's what you want to do with it, though, you what, you could just use an external controller with the Steam Deck if you wanted to. Do you think? So you could, you could kickstand it up and then wired yeah. or docked or whatever, whatever, however you want to do it. You can use external controllers. Okay. I got I to gotta figure out how to hook my... If you just really don't want to hold the whole thing. Yeah, you can definitely yeah. do that. Um, Dragon's Dogma 2, which I'm showcasing on your screen right now, has a showcase coming up later this month, November 28th, so pretty much at the tail end of the month. It's like 15 minutes. I love when, like, Capcom, kudos, thumbs up. Like, I love when companies are just like, hey, we're going to do a showcase this day, and it's like 10 minutes. Get to the point, right? Show me what I want to see and get me the hell out of there. I'm all about it. Dragon's Dogma 2 on the 28th. Don't miss that. And then on the uh, Sims side of things, we know that there was going to be a multiplayer component to the Sims, uh, or Project Renee, as you may know it. Think about that, uh, by the way, in an interview. It's not so much as an MMO, so we're probably not going to cover the Sims much on MMO Bomb anymore, since now we know a little more about what they view as multiplayer. Think Animal Crossing. That's kind of the way the Sims is going to be the next Sims is going to be taking that. And by the way, it's Super Mario RPG Day. It came out today. Dom doesn't mm-hmm. own that one sealed yet. Let's go to games <laughs> of the week. I, I do actually. <laughs> Chat speculating on the weakness of Dom's wrists. <laughs> oh my god. Havoc is cracking me the fuck up. <laughs> Dom's wrists are like a newborn baby's neck. Baby wrist Dom. <laughs> that stems from when Havoc and, and my brother Lou and I, we were all streaming. Those that's all three of my or all two of my brothers. So all three burn boys. We were streaming Elder Scrolls Online and Havoc was getting really upset. We were running dungeons and he, he was dying and stuff. And Lou, my youngest brother, like Havoc and, and Lou, they do not give each other a break, right? Mm-hmm. If one mm-hmm. of them is angry at something, oh, the yeah. other one is going to poke. 
Like it, they are going <laughs> to poke. So Havoc was like pretty upset and he was like, he was getting frustrated and stuff like that. And, and that's when Lou started busting out. He was like, well, if you weren't wearing that baby armor, like, <laughs> if you that's because you got a baby helm on. You got to get a real man's helm. Well, do you remember? Do you remember the the uh, competition we had with Astro World or Astro Boy or whatever? Yes. At the, yeah. So when when I Astro's first got Playroom. That, the yeah Astro's Playroom when I, when I first got the the PS5 controller in my hand and that one thing where you had to like alternate the the triggers on the back, I had the triggers set to like whatever the default were. It was a workout to press these buttons. It, it like my oh, fingers yeah. were legitimately getting tired. Yeah, that's because you got baby wrists. Uh, mm-hmm. welcome to <laughs> welcome to games of the week. This is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo. Here, it's where all three of us are about to give you a recommendation for a game. Could be a board game, a video game, a mobile game, a card game, whatever. Something we're playing now, played in the past, or haven't played, but think you should check out. And in the comments below on YouTube or on ReadyCheckRadio.com, you let us know who gave the best recommendation. Dom, welcome back, my friend. Always good to talk to you. You're first. I. I not because we were talking about it today, but because I actually started playing it, I'm going to go with Hades. Uh, so it's my first time playing through. Uh, I made it pretty decent today. I killed or I killed the second boss, the Bone Hydra, and then uh, I had a fight and run in with the Minotaur, and I beat him, and then I died to butterflies. Huh. That's uh, quite the sentence. Go ahead, Troy. Uh, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, for the first time, uh, enjoying my time going through that. Uh, really, really liking the main story. I'm, I'm not really into a lot of the side stuff. I've been trying to stick to the main story. Still pretty early on, but definitely enjoying my time, and uh, it, it's a great video game. Uh, I think this is another category that Baldur's Gate 3 wins. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Baldur's Gate 3 and tell you, yes, you should pick me. And Baldur's Gate 3. You can't go wrong there. I guess, since we did all that stuff about the video game awards, right? Or the game awards. We should say that show airs <laughs> December 7th. It'll be streaming live December 7th. Of course, we'll come back and we'll see just how well or how terrible all of us did then. No show next week. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We're so thankful for all of you spending time with us. It's much appreciated. It's the most valuable thing you have. And to share it with us, we're very thankful. Until next time, two weeks from now, Dom, where can everybody uh, find you? Down there. You just point at your crotch? <laughs> Down there on your mom. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Troy. Uh, I'm on social media. It's at Noob Fridge on your favorite social media sites. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio so that you'll know every time we're going live with a podcast, streaming, Final Fantasy trading card games, and more. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Don't follow me on the servers.